What is up, yogis? I am so excited to announce that not only do I have hundreds of audio yoga classes for you to practice anytime and any place, but you can now begin practicing with me, Breezy Bree. All you have to do is check out today's show notes for a link to my videos. Yep, you heard it here first. So I look forward to meeting you on the mat and beginning to see you face to face. Thank you so much for being with me, yogis. Let's get started. Namaste. Namaste, yogis. You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. Every single week, I publish free audio yoga classes on this podcast. Check out the show notes for a link to my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. You will find every single past episode there, including all of the free audio yoga classes. Some classes were recorded specifically for the podcast and some are recorded live in studio. All classes are perfect for all levels, including beginners. Definitely work within your own range of abilities. Bring a block or two, a yoga strap, a blanket, or whatever you want to the mat. I will meet you there. Namaste. Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Breezy Bree, and today we're going to have this beautiful grounding practice. So thank you so much for tuning in and practicing with me. I appreciate you so much. And for those of you who are watching video, this is Mercy the Poodle. He wanted to come and practice with us today. So hopefully he's a nice, good boy. So today's class is perfect for all levels, including beginners. We're actually going to be focusing on the earth element. So keeping our energy nice and grounded, keeping our root chakra engaged and activated, feeling safe and secure, calm and collected. I will have one yoga block for today's class. No props are needed. However, if you want to utilize a block or two or anything else, please honor your practice. And let's go ahead and let's begin this beautiful practice. So find yourself seated on the earth. You can begin an easy pose or anything else that suits you. I invite you to gently close your eyes. As you do, begin to engage your root into the earth. Feel this energy as it connects you back to the beautiful element. Even if you're seated on your mat, even if you're inside your home, begin to envision this beautiful grounding energy of Mother Nature. I invite you to bring your hands over your knees, palms facing up. Imagine the rain dropping little drops of water into the palms of your hands. This just begins to allow you to be open to receive, bringing that beautiful awakening and awareness to your vibration. Begin to tuck your chin into chest, Draw your shoulders down and out of your ears. Lift your heart as you feel your tail grounding into the earth even more. From here, begin to take deep inhalations. Feel your heart rise and exhale. Open the mouth and let it go. Again, deep inhalation. Feeling the root grounding into the earth. Exhale and release any energy. Together, inhale. 
and exhale. Last time, deep inhalation, deep letting go. Bring the palms of your hands together and take a moment here and offer gratitude. As they say, the best prayer is that of thanks and gratitude. So take a moment and think of whatever first comes to mind. What are you grateful for? What allows you to feel grounded, safe, secure, calm, and at peace? And bring a big smile to your face. I like to call this face yoga. <laughs> Allow yourself to smile. Feel your cheeks getting big. Feel them going ear to ear. And then inhale, hands up toward the sky. The eyes will follow. Find length in your spine. Feel your tail rooting into the earth. Exhale your hands by your side. Tuck your chin into chest. Feel your belly get nice and full. Palms facing up. Inhale, lengthen fingertips all the way to the sky. Reach, 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 reach. Exhale, draw the chin into chest. Hands back toward the earth. Palms facing down. Last time, inhale, palms facing up, hands reach toward the sky, eyes follow, reach and lengthen and ground and energize the body, exhale, draw the hands by your side. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to bring our right hand over to our left knee and just give ourselves a nice twist. I hope I'm mirroring you, everyone. If not, just listen to the words, listen to my voice, and honor your body. Just like Mercy Hair. Exhale, body center. Inhale, hands toward the sky. Eyes will follow. Exhale, palms down. Tuck chin into chest. <sighs> deep inhalation, deep release. Take your eyes forward, opposite hand to opposite knee, and just take a gentle twist of the body to the opposite side. Really feel your roots grounding, feeling your torso taking the twist. And then exhale, gently bring everything back. I like to move like water, so if you're watching the video, then just begin to sway your body from side to side. If you're listening on audio, just allow the body to move instinctively. Start to bring your chest forward and make swivels in one direction and then opposite direction. Draw your head and neck into the game and slowly start to move the body. Don't forget to have a little bit of fun. Move the shoulders. We're just releasing the body, releasing any energy. Ah, just feeling good. Bring everything back. We're gonna take the right hand and slide it way to the right side of the mat. Sweep the opposite hand overhead and draw your eyes to the earth. Shake your head from left to right, right to left. I like to think of myself as a ballerina when I'm doing this posture. Encouraging your glutes to stay really grounded into the earth. Exhale, draw it up and sweep the opposite hand way to the opposite side. As that right hand comes way overhead, shake your head from left to right, right to left. That left hand is pressing into the earth, encouraging the glutes to stay grounded. Yeah, and then slowly bring it back. Go ahead and make some twists and turns and 
Rotate your shoulders in one direction and then the opposite. If I say anything kooky in today's class, just honor your body. <laughs> Remember that yoga will always meet you on the mat, okay? So you don't have to worry about it. So from here, we're gonna draw the bottoms of the feet together. Hi. And we're gonna find a nice bound angle pose. The poodle is saying hello. Hands are gonna come down to the ankles. You're gonna start to draw the heels toward your pelvis. And as you do so, your shoulders might be slumping in. Just draw them up and behind, lift the heart, and then slowly tuck the chin just a smidgen, just enough where you can feel a nice deep curvature in the lumbar spine. You can feel your tail rooting into the earth here. I love this posture. It feels so good on the body. It's so grounding. It's so strong. And then from here, you're going to slowly start to walk the hands a little bit forward, not going any deeper than you need to. You can always have a block anywhere you like. If you want to place it and place your forehead, I'm putting the block right on top of my feet as the bottoms are still connected in bound angle pose. And just look for your breath. Allow the knees to get heavy as they start to reach toward the earth here. And then slowly begin to roll up. Head arrives last. We're going to draw the knees together into chest. Give yourself a hug. Deep inhalation, deep exhalation. And from here, we're going to walk our hands behind us. You can keep the knees pointing toward the sky. Draw them about hip distance apart, give or take. And just open up your heart like you are sunbathing on your favorite beach. And then from here, we're going to bring our hands just under the thighs. I want you to walk your feet forward a little bit, just so you can have better balance. I want you to feel your tail as it starts to root into the earth and look for your happy place. <laughs> From here, grab the back of your thighs, looking for that delicious flesh. Roll your shoulders down. Take your eyes forward. Feel your tail rooting. Feel a little bit of a curve in your lumbar spine. And slowly lift your heart toward the sky as your eyes and nose follow. Exhale, tuck your chin into chest. Let your arms get long. Let you roll onto your tailbone. And then inhale, pull it through for seated cat cows. With your own breath, find it as you exhale. Inhaling nose toward the sky like a happy cow smelling the roses. You know it. Keep going with your cat cows. Deep inhalations, deep letting goes. I love these seated variations because you can do them in your car, you can do them in your office chair, you can do them just anywhere. If the lower back is starting to bug you a little bit and you just want to release any tension, and then we're going to slowly end with our arms lengthened, rolled as far as we can onto our tailbone. And we're going to take this into a nice modified boat. So start to lift your legs. You can lift one at a time if you like. Draw the knees towards your chest. Keep your hands behind your thighs, grabbing onto that flesh. You can, have a, you can just tap if you want to make this more challenging, but you can grab. And then slowly lift your heart. Nose will go toward the sky. Bring your shoulders down behind you. Feel yourself balancing on your root here. Really engaging Mula Bandha. Feeling that deep energy of awakening and awareness and grounding. 
And then we're gonna slowly release the hands, but stay keeping the legs lifted and bent knees toward the body. Hands will be, I guess I should say palms are lifted toward the sky. Being open to receive. Find a few more deep inhalations and deep exhalations. If it's in your practice to take this further, you can honor that, but I'm gonna keep a nice modified stance here for my boat. You can point your toes toward your nose or point the toes toward the earth, whatever feels best. Find your breath a few more. And then slowly drop your feet to the earth. Give yourself a hug as you tuck your chin into chest. Wonderful, yogis. Slowly coming out of your little yogi ball variation here. We're going to just lengthen our legs in front of us. Find yourself in a seated posture. This is known as the Vasana, staff pose. Remove any glute flesh that allows you to get more grounded into the earth. And then from here, just draw your shoulders down and out of your ears, lift your heart, and let your hands just fall by side. Bring the nose forward and then gently tuck the chin in a little bit more. Toes pointing towards your nose, very statuesque posture, giving your thighs a little bit of an internal rotation. Find your breath. If you need to have a generous bend in the knees, or you need to even bring a block under your knees. That's a nice variation and option for staff pose. <sighs> Listen to the sound of your breath as it's entering and releasing from your body. beginning to engage in that ujjayi breathing, that ocean-like sound that's going to take place in the deep parts of your throat. Inhaling through your nose, exhaling just through the creases of your lips, or back out through the nose. And then we're gonna slowly raise the hands toward the sky. If you're using a block, you can keep it there. And then exhale, fold forward. If you need to have a gentle bend in the knees, please honor that. If you're using straps or t-shirts or towels as a prop, you can also have one here. Otherwise, don't worry about touching your toes ever. You can touch your ankles, you can grab behind your thighs. Just enjoy the fold and mostly allow the shoulders to get heavy and wrap themselves as they encapsulate your heart into your chest. So I'm going to use my block here under my knees and just allow my body to fold into itself, okay? Keeping your eyes soft or closed, ten, chin, I should say, tucked instead of tin tucked. Chin tucked in to chest. <laughs> Slowly begin to roll up and out of this. If you're using a block, release it. We're gonna swivel our knees around and in front as we come onto all four or tabletop posture. So we're gonna draw our knees about hip distance apart. Your feet can be tucked or flattened depending on what feels best for your body. Hands are gonna be nice and spread and your hands are gonna be shoulder distance wide. I want you to draw your hands just under your shoulders, really pressing the palms of your hands into the mat or if this is too much on the wrist, just grab your yoga mat, like so, and this will allow you to take some of the pressure off of your wrist. You can also have a block there, or you can have padding under your hands, 
or you can do knuckles, okay? So just some options in case this is too much for the body. I want you to shift your weight just a little bit over your wrist here. And from here, we're going to slowly start to wag the tail from left to right, right to left. So I might be moving around a little bit just so you can have different vantage points. So don't mind me. Just continue to honor your practice. Take your right ear to right shoulder, left ear to left shoulder like a happy puppy. This will be a good time for my poodle to come over here, but I am not going to say his name. He has this puppy wag tail thing down. <laughs> and if you like, you can begin to make some really generous circles on the earth, on your mat here. Really just waking up the body. Start to move the body with your breath. And then bring it back center. You have a couple of options here to wake up the wrist. You can flip your hands where your fingers are pointed towards your knees and you can slowly shift your tail towards your heels and you can waken up your forearms this way. If that is too much, you can come down on your heels and you can do what I call the gymnastics variation. So just sit down on your heels, bring your hands forward like you're saying stop, extending your hands and then just pulling your fingers back towards your chest. So I'm recording this video also on audio for my audio listeners. So I have to get really descriptive, yogis. <laughs> so once you're ready, you can do any wrist movements or exercises or rotations, or if you're still waking up your forearms manually down on the earth, start to rock back and forth and then bring it back. We're gonna start to wake up our core with one of my favorite postures, which is tiger pose. So from here, shift your weight into your left hand, right hand forward. I want you to keep your eyes toward the earth so you can stay grounded. Remember, this is a grounding, energetic practice where we're focusing on the element of earth, our root chakra, mula bandha, all of that, okay? So as you shift and you draw your hand forward, keep your eyes toward the earth, draw your shoulder back into your body here. Slowly start to raise that back foot behind you, bring your toes into the mat here, and when you're ready, if you wanna take this into a balancing posture, start to draw the belly button into your body as you lift that back leg off of the mat. Toes pointed toward the earth, or you can start to point them behind you, whichever feels best for your knee. Eyes are toward the earth, focusing on your breath, paying attention to your balance, no spaghetti arms, really pressing that left hand into the earth, keeping everything nice and structured. You can always drop that back foot and tuck the toe into the earth to give yourself balance if you need to. And when you're ready, we're gonna release the hand to the mat and then the foot and begin to wag the tail from left to right, right to left. Deep inhalations, deep exhalations, yogis. Focusing on your prana, that life force energy, remembering that the most important part of your practice is your breath work. Making this a moving meditation, connecting the mind, body, and maybe the spirit. As you shift your weight into the right hand, left hand forward, eyes toward the earth, begin to draw that right foot behind you as you tuck the toes into the earth. And if and when you're ready, start to release that leg off of the mat finding the full variation of the posture fits in your practice. Toes pointing toward the earth or behind you, whichever feels best. No spaghetti arms, really pressing that right hand into the earth. Engaging the belly button into your body, drawing it in, really engaging core muscles here, your abdominals, mula bandha, pelvic floor. Noticing your breath and noticing if you're holding your breath. If you're holding your breath, just come out of the posture. Find your breath. And when you're ready, release the hand, release the feet, wag the tail. Try the opposite side first, if you remember. <laughs> Wonderful. From here, yogis, we are going to tuck our toes behind us. And I want you to just press your tail towards your feet. Just waking up your toes here. 
You only have to go as far as you can handle, okay? See if you can see what I'm doing. Yeah. I like to do just little baby rocks, but you can stay static as you press your palms into the earth, really pressing into the earth so you can feel it opening up the toes. If it feels good to do a little bit of a bounce, then you can honor that. And then come back into tabletop posture. From here, we're going to take a nice gentle variation of side plank, also known as a nice modification of half moon. <laughs> And it's also one of my favorites. So I'm just going to turn into the opposite direction. And so from here, you're going to shift your weight into your right hand, okay? You're going to step your left foot behind you. And as you do, I want you to drop that foot down 90 degrees. So edging it up with the back of your mat. As your weight is shifted in the right hand, left hand comes up toward the sky. The eyes can follow. Go forward or stay toward the earth for more balance. Also, if you want to enjoy some of that grounding energy, you can just keep your eyes down. Otherwise, take them toward the sky, giving yourself a little bit of a balance challenge, perhaps. Now, you can stay here, or you can begin to lift that back foot off of the mat. Maybe it just hovers. Maybe it comes in full alignment with the spine. Find your breath. Deep inhalations. If this is too much, you can draw your hand to your hip. Slowly bring your eyes to the earth, the hand will follow, the foot will come last. Find yourself back in tabletop. If you need to wag your tail or make circles on the mat, go ahead and honor that. Just releasing any tension that might have come up during that part of the practice. And then we're just going to take it on the opposite side. So shifting your weight into the left hand, right foot's going to come back and behind. Okay. And as those toes are tucked and you shift your weight, you're going to take the right hand toward the sky. Again, maybe the eyes will follow. Maybe they'll stay grounded. This time I'm going to keep my eyes grounded. Slowly, if you like, if it's in your practice, you can begin to lift that back leg off of the mat in line with your spine, toes pointing back toward your nose. Again, if the hand reaching toward the sky is a little bit too much for the body, for the shoulder, just draw the hand to the hip. Find your breath, this is a balancing challenge, so we wanna make sure we're still breathing into it the entire time. And when you're ready, hand to the earth, foot will follow. And this time we're gonna step both feet back into plank. If you need to, you can keep one leg down or you can stay in tabletop. Otherwise, take your time and gently make your way into the full variation of plank. Again, you don't want your tail too high in the sky and you don't want it dipping too low toward the earth. Just a nice plank. Find your breath. Drop a knee if you need to. Stay strong. And then together we're going to drop both knees, flatten our feet, bend our elbows. We're going to drop our pelvis toward the earth. Lift our heart as the elbows look for each other for a nice little baby cobra. Find your breath. When you're ready, press the mat fully away from you, lifting your thighs as much as you can off of the mat. And then tuck your toes and press your tail back as if you're going into child's pose, but you're not because your toes are tucked, right? Press the mat away from you, opening up your padabanda, your root lock energy of the feet. and then slowly bringing it back to tabletop. All right, yogis, from here, we're gonna lift our right leg and just draw it in between that front two hands. All right, when you arrive, go ahead and lengthen that back leg for a nice low lunge. Back foot's flattened still. And I want you to bring your left hand into the earth or on a block and sweep the right hand toward the sky. The eyes can follow. Feel your pelvis dropping toward the earth, opening up that hip there. Deep inhalation, deep exhalation. That's right. Exhale that top hand down to the mat, and we're gonna lengthen that front leg, what I call runner's lunge, or runner's stretch, I should say. But called half monkey or half split. Toes are gonna come back pointing toward the nose just so that we can keep 
the wonderful knee protected here. And from here, find your breath, especially if you're tight. You can also have a block in any variation that you like. I like to do lots of things with my block, okay? You kind of see what I'm up to here. So whatever feels best. Your hands can come all the way down towards your toes or they can be high up on tippy fingers. We're just looking for a nice deep stretch in the back of the leg. Half splits. Some of you will probably be even further down. That's okay as well. And then slowly come up on that front foot. And then from here, bring your hands to the mat and we're gonna slowly start to walk that right hand in the inside of that right foot. I'm gonna change my vantage point, hopefully, so that you guys can see what I'm doing. And then the hands are gonna come in and we're gonna find that back knee still down on the earth here. And then from here, we're just gonna really open the hip a little bit more. You have a few options. You can stay here. You could be up on a block, okay? Cause this is quite the hip opener. You can start to walk that foot out diagonally like so shifting your weight into the opposite hand and manually opening up that hip, okay? That's an option. You can even roll all the way on the outer edge of your feet. Some of you will really enjoy a deeper hip opener so you can even come all the way down onto your forearms or onto a block, whatever feels best, okay? So keeping those hips nice and open, whichever variation you've chosen. Take a few more deep inhalations and deep exhalations here. And then slowly come up on your hands, begin to walk that foot back in. And then from here, we're going to tuck the toe behind us, lift the knee for a full low lunge here. We're going to step that front foot to meet the back, find your plank, yeah, and then drop both knees, flatten your feet, bend your elbows, come all the way down onto your pelvis, lift your heart as your elbows are looking for each other, and then press the earth away from you, extending your arms, eyes towards the sky. I like to think of this as a baby sill on a rock. <laughs> and then tuck your toes and press your tail towards your heels, like you're going into child's pose. Find your breath. Yes. Hmm. When you're ready, find tabletop posture, yogis. <laughs> and let's get ready to bring it on the opposite side. So that left knee is just gonna lift and come in between your hands. Again, make any modifications you need to to get your body to do what you are asking of it. Be kind and gentle. And then from here, we're gonna start to lengthen that back leg and you're gonna feel yourself opening up this hip here, okay? So I might have to find a new vantage point for you yogis. Let's see here, how's that? Yeah. Gotta love this like <laughs> social distancing video recording here. All right, we're doing, we're doing the best we can yogis. We've got this. <laughs> So start to feel yourself melting into this hip opener here, again, using a block wherever you would want that block to be. Okay. And then when you're ready, you're going to slowly start to lengthen this front leg back into that monkey split, or like I like to think, a runner's stretch. Toes pointing toward the nose, you're gonna feel it in the back of the leg. Hands can be as far as that foot, or they can be closer, or you can be high up, or you can even be lower down. Whatever feels good, just point the toes toward your nose. Let's make sure we protect the knee from we don't want to overstress it by pointing the toes, you know, like you are literally in ballet. Find your breath here in whichever variation you've chosen. 
I have some really tight legs right now, yogis, from lots of running since the studio has been closed. And so my hips and my legs are so tight. It's unbelievable. And yoga has to uh, help me loosen up. So I don't know how you all are doing with that. All right, yogis, come back onto that front foot. We're gonna draw the hand inside that left foot and start to walk it out toward the edge of your mat, okay? So again, just looking for that like lizard pose. Let's see, there we go. And then from here, you can take any variation. You can stay high up on your hands. Again, that back knee is still dropped. You can have a block under. Some of you will come all the way down. You can also walk that foot out a little bit more diagonally, shift your weight into your right hand and manually open up this left hip. This is my favorite personally, mostly because I like the way that my hip tends to open from the abductors all the way in through to the pelvis. So it's really just a fan, a fan favorite of mine. But do what feels the most best for your body. Hi. And then when you're ready to come out of this, take your time, find your breath, and start to walk that foot back in center. And then from here, we're going to tuck that back toe, lift that back knee into a low lunge, and then step that front foot to meet the back, and you're going to find your plank. You can always drop a knee, right? You can drop a knee all the way, you can just balance a knee, or you can stay in your plank position. If you want, you can take a chaturanga or you could do the same drop that we did earlier. We will all end up here. No down dog, just tuck your toes and shift your tail towards your heels. Still opening up the calf muscles here. That's part of the charm on this part of the practice. No down dogs. <laughs> we love them. Just don't need it today. From here, go ahead and bring it back to tabletop. If you need to wag your tail or do anything you need to to release any tension that might be in the body. And when you're ready, feet are gonna be flat and you can come into a nice, peaceful warrior child's pose or even puppy pose whichever feels best for you. Puppy pose gives you a little bit of that variation of downward facing dog, and you can find yourself in a bit of an inversion, head below heart, if you like that feeling, if you need a little bit more calming and relaxing of the mind. Of course, be mindful if you have high or even low blood pressure or vertigo, keeping your head below heart too long could actually make things a little bit more uncomfortable for you. So just honor your body. There's always a way to adjust your practice in any way you see fit, okay? So whatever you've decided to do. Find your breath in your peaceful posture. Staying in your child's pose or peaceful pose, allow yourself to listen to the breath coming and going, entering and releasing out of the body. I always tell my students that when the body's compressed, I want you to think of breathing in two ways. If you're standing or even lying down, you have this beautiful length in the spine. You're breathing from your toes all the way up through your body and then exhaling, feeling that energy coming all the way back down to your feet. Well, anytime we are compressed and this length of the body is folded together, 
Well, then it's harder to breathe from the ground to the crown, right? So we begin to breathe in a way where we draw energy up and then we expand it out. So I want you to think about that when you're in this beautiful, peaceful posture. You're breathing in and then you're feeling this energy come up and then you're exhaling. Bringing it in. Growing big and then exhaling. So think of yourself expanding instead of lengthening. Looking for the breath in a different way. Beginning to slowly roll up. Allow your head to come up last so you're not so dizzy. That's right. And from here, back to tabletop. Now we're gonna take some traditional cat-cows. So set yourself back up. Everything's hip distance or shoulder distance apart and wide. Shifting your weight just a little bit over. Feet can be tucked or flattened. Take a deep inhalation and exhale. Round your spine, tuck your chin, tuck your toe into Frady Cap. Inhale, let the belly hang, press your tail behind you, nose to the sky, imagining you're a happy cow smelling the roses. And then exhale back into cat. Inhale back into cow. And with your own breath, going as fast or as slow as you like, maybe hanging out in one of the postures a little bit longer because it feels so amazing for your body, then the other, whatever feels good, feel free to honor that as you continue on your journey through this beautiful flexion of the spine. This is one of those daily postures, Yogi, whether you do it seated or you do it standing or you do it in this variation on all fours, cat-cow is amazing for releasing tension in the lower back. Waking up the spine, getting a nice, gentle cup of espresso pumping through your body. This is equivalent, I'm telling you. Bending the back, bending the spine, finding your pratyama, your beautiful breath work, is espresso. <laughs> Who needs coffee? And then lace up the wall as your glass of wine. So there you go, yogis tip of the day. <laughs> Draw your body back to all four tabletop posture. And then from here, yogis, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start to gently walk that right foot behind us. Again, connecting it to the earth. Toe is tucked. And I want you to press into your hands as you can feel your calf muscles getting a stretch here. So I'm just going to move my body back and forth on video so you can see that the body is moving. And then you're pressing into the earth, feeling the back of the leg open up. That's right. And then from here, draw the knee back into tabletop. And then take the opposite leg, connect the toes to the earth, and then shift your weight so that you're pressing into the mat, your tail's looking behind you and you're opening up the back of the leg. Yeah. Doesn't it feel good to stretch the lower body? I'm telling you, it feels amazing. And then slowly bring it back to tabletop. All right, yogis. So from here, you have a couple of options. For those of you who enjoy a good yogi squat, you can just simply draw one leg up and then the other and then slowly bring it down into malasana. If this isn't in your practice, if yogi squat's not in your practice and you're still in tabletop posture, you can draw one knee up and bring your tail down, kind of like you're a little squatting frog, and then draw the other leg up. And you can stay in this like bent over position, especially if you're really tight. So I'm gonna give you my variation. If you're using a block, can come up, if you have a wall or a table or something you can grab onto, or even the hands can come on the knees. So you can just literally be like a sumo squatter, or you can come all the way down. 
You can even be up on tippy toes if that's in your practice. And you can even sit on your block, yogis. So however you want to arrive, just get there. Deep inhalation, deep exhalation. Bringing your awareness back to the gratitude that you had. Focusing on the breath, allowing the body to open up or ground itself naturally, not forcing anything here. And then when you're ready, yogis, we're gonna slowly start to bring our hands to the earth. Our tail's gonna go a little bit toward the sky and I want you to just heel toe in just a little bit. We're gonna come up onto our tippy toes, Draw the knees, everything together. Knees are gonna come into chest for yogi ball. It's one of my favorite balancing postures, as you may all know, if you take my live classes, or even my audio classes, we do a lot of yogi balls. High up on your tippy toes, you can have a block here under your hands, or your fingertips can be tippy fingers on the mat. If you're looking for a balance challenge in today's grounding practice, we're also engaging Uriyala Bandha, so all the bandhas, all the way from the root up, we're bringing this energy into the body as we draw the knees into chest. You can start to tuck your chin in, and if you're looking for that challenge, maybe coming up on just tippy one fingers, index fingers, or you can start to wrap one arm and then the other, tuck your chin into chest, and focus on your breath and your balance. And yogis, you can stay enjoying this beautiful padabandha, energy root lock of the feet, all the way through pelvic floor, through uriyala bandha, and this beautiful balancing posture. Or if you like, you can start to swivel, and you can plant your hands and take this into a nice side curl variation. Okay, if it's in your practice, maybe one side, maybe the other. Let's see, I'm put on the spot here, see if I can do it. Finding your balance, focusing on your breath. And some of you may even want to take this further into a headstand, if it's in your practice. For the rest of us, we can either be enjoying crow, you can take the full variation, or crane. Or you can take crow into headstand, or headstand into crow, or just go directly in to a headstand. I'm always reluctant to do one of these because there's no editing going on in this wonderful video variation of yoga class. So <laughs> if you're in your yoga ball still, your yogi ball, enjoy your yogi ball. Hmm. Taking a few more moments, if you're upside down or you're balancing on your arms, you're doing anything else, find your breath. And together, yogis, take your time if you're enjoying a nice, amazing headstand. Honor that. For the rest of us, we're going to slowly make our way into child's pose. Connect with your breath. If you're balancing on your arms or upside down, slowly bringing yourself out of that as well and finding a nice child's pose.
listening to the sound of your breath, entering the body and escaping the body. Breathing nice and wide, drawing energy up, growing wide, and bringing energy back down, grounding into the earth. From here, yogis, we're going to come up. You have a couple of options here. You can swivel your feet around or you can lift off and release down to the earth. Okay, back to your staff pose for just a moment. Toes towards your nose. <clears throat> From here, yogis, we're going to draw that right foot in to your high part of your thigh. Allow yourself to get grounded, okay? I might be rushing you a little bit. So ground your energy, ground yourself, and when you're ready, draw that foot in. Left toes back towards your nose. Anytime we bring a foot in to the body like so, and one of the hips is nice and open, it's gonna make it easier to reach toward those other toes, okay? So you might notice that you're a little bit more flexible. Instead of reaching toes like this with both legs extended, if you ever feel just like this is too much and you don't want to bend the knees or take a block under to reach the toes or reach for the toes, or even if you don't want to use a strap, just draw one of the feet into the body. What? There goes my dog. Inhale, hands toward the sky, eyes will follow. Exhale, fold forward, hinging at the hips, eyes towards your toes, down all the way as far as you can go. If you need to have a nice bend in this bottom knee, then honor that. Otherwise, take the stretch. Inhale, lift halfway, and then exhale, fold into it a little bit deeper. Notice how your foot is pressing into your leg as your leg is pressing back into the foot, engaging that muscle there. So we're not just lazy in the posture, yogis. We are pressing and creating opposition and energy. And then, of course, as we hinge at the hips, as we engage with Mula Bandha, bringing that energy into the body, then we're folding even deeper and we're feeling everything coming together, everything engaging throughout the entire pose. Otherwise, you're just kind of putting your body together like a puzzle and folding into it. So there's a lot more that we want to put into the posture than that. And when you're ready, slowly start to come up. Release the right leg, and we're gonna draw the left one into the thigh. Again, notice how you're pressing body parts into each other, engaging the body in from Mula Bandha, so pelvic floor, sucking that energy from the root to the crown. Inhale, hands up, lengthen the spine, hinge at the hips as you feel the core engage, and then fold forward. Toes pointing towards your nose, a nice bend in the knee if you need to and find your breath. Deep inhalation, deep exhalation. Yogi, slowly start to roll up, head comes last. Release the opposite foot, back out and in front. And then from here, inhale the hands up toward the sky. Eyes will follow, look for length as you feel your tail rooting into the earth. Exhale, hands by your side. 
Bend your knees here, just a nice little generous bend. Just keep them nice and fluid. Walk your hands behind you and take a little sunbathe. Exhale, release the body back. And then from here, draw the bottoms of the feet together yet again, just like we did at the beginning into bound angle pose. Hands on ankles, heels come in toward the body. Root your tail, draw your shoulders out of your ears, lift your heart, tuck your chin into chest when you're done. Find your breath. And when you're ready, exhale, release your body. Let your shoulders come as your heart sinks into your chest. Start to walk your hands around your feet. Start to tuck your chin into chest, round your spine. And you can draw your nose or your forehead all the way to your toes, or at least in theory. So either you can come all the way down or you can just bend the back. And we're just looking for opposition, okay? That's right. And then slowly start to come up, yogis. We're going to gently make our way onto our back, so you have a few options here. You can just come down onto forearms and find yourself lying down. You can lift your legs to bolt pose and roll down using your core, one vertebrae at a time. Nice little Pilates move. And then we're going to inhale, hands overhead, lengthen the spine. Exhale, bend the knees into chest, round your spine as you draw nice little nose to knees. Give yourself a hug. <laughs> and then when you're ready, release the body back down. Go ahead and make circles in the sky by drawing your hands to your knees. <sighs> One direction. Yes. And then the other. I can feel my lower back, my tailbone getting a little bit of a massage here. It feels so good. Again, from all the running, my lower back has been killing me. What's showing up in your body, yogis? <sighs> From here, bring the knees toward the sky, feet toward the earth, hip distance apart. And you can use a block here. Make sure everybody can see my position here. <laughs> Our little friend. And then your hands are going to be down toward the earth. From here, you can begin to Press your hands into the mat, feet into the mat, lift your pelvis toward the sky, take your chin out of chest, engage your glutes here for bridge pose. You have a few options. You can slide a block just under your body here and make this a nice supported variation. You can also choose to roll one shoulder and then the other interlacing the hands. Or you can stay where you're at. Whichever you choose. When you're ready, allow the body to come back to the earth. If you're using a block, remove it. And draw both knees into chest. We're going to keep the left knee in. Extend the right leg down to the mat. Give that knee a nice tug into the body. From here, we're going to take the right hand and place it on top of the right thigh. And we're just going to open up that left knee down to the mat. So just opening up the hips still here. And then bring it on the opposite side. So right hand on left knee. I'm going to take my hand overhead. You can draw it out into a half T or cactus position, and you can just slowly draw that knee down to the earth. Eyes are going to go in the opposite direction to get a nice twist in the body here. If there's any other variation that you prefer that's in your practice, just enjoy a nice twist of the spine, however you choose to arrive. Even though we can do more advanced postures and movements with the body, sometimes simplicity is just what the body is looking for. So don't hesitate to have a nice, minimalist, 
kind of approach to your practice. Opposite knee into chest, opposite leg extends to the earth. Give it a nice squeeze in, and when you're ready, left hand's gonna ground that left thigh. Right hand's gonna open up the right leg toward the earth, opening up that hip on this side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yogis, I might be enjoying this practice way more than you. <laughs> I needed it so much. Opposite hand's gonna come into either a half T, cactus, or overhead, and just draw the body to the opposite side of your eye gazes. Feeling that twist in your spine. Mmm, feels good. With your breath, gently release out of it. Knees back into chest. Few options here. You can just turn this into a very happy baby. You can draw the bottoms of the feet together and bring the heels down to your pelvis for what I like to think of as butterfly in the sky. Kind of like our bound angle pose on our back. Or if something else feels amazing here, just another gentle hip opener. Hmm. <laughs> happy baby makes me happy. As it should, right? And then from here, draw the feet toward the earth, knees toward the sky, and then allow the bottoms of the feet to come together and the knees to splay out to the side. You can also place a block under your body first if you're utilizing a block on any level, probably a lower level would feel best. Or you can just come all the way down to the earth. I like to place my hands just on the inner of my thighs, kind of grounding my energy here, letting my shoulders really connect to the earth, heart lifting up. Hmm. Take a deep inhalation, open the mouth, and let it go. <sighs> Bring the hands overhead into like a diamond. Draw the knees toward the sky. From here, we're going to bring the legs just about hip distance apart. Rearrange your body so if you need to lift your tail and drop it back down. And we're just going to take some nice window wipers from side to side. Releasing that psoas muscle, releasing any tension in the lower back, in the hips, in the thighs. Start to move the body with your breath. Inhale your knees up toward the sky. Exhale as you drop them to one side. Inhale them up and then exhale the opposite. Feeling the body get a massage, feeling the body release. And yogis, if there's anything else that your body's craving for your practice, any twist or turns or stretches or any other hip openers, whatever, ever, ever feels good here, take a few moments before you find yourself in your final resting pose of Shavasana. Gently making your way to whatever feels best here. Heart lifted toward the sky. Palms facing up if you want to continue to receive. Or you can place the palms into the earth, grounding your energy. As you find your way into this beautiful final posture, yogis, I invite you to close your eyes. 
I want you to begin to take gentle inventory of your body. How do you feel physically? And as you scan the body parts, breathe in some delicious prana, that life force energy, imagining that it's giving every cell of your body a delicious oxygen hug. Understanding that every time you take a deep inhalation, you're energizing the body with all that is intended to receive, to energize, to grow, to protect. And as you exhale, you have the opportunity to let go, to release, to say goodbye to any and everything that no longer serves you. Now I invite you to take a gentle inventory of how you're feeling emotionally. And offer yourself the love and compassion that we all deserve. And begin to evaluate the thoughts that are beginning to enter and escape the mind and bring your attention and your awareness and your vibration back to your gratitude, to your place of love, to your place of thankfulness, reminding yourself of all that matters to you and all that you appreciate in this moment. Yogis, this is where I shall leave you in your practice. Please enjoy Shavasana, final resting pose for as long as you like. Thank you for allowing me to guide you through your personal practice. I love you yogis more than you ever can imagine. I appreciate you all for tuning in and practicing and sharing your energy, your vibes with me and with others as we are a community. And all of our energy is connected. Please continue to be the love. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.